Hello from Awakenai country, this is Tim McCardle, Leroy Junior Senior High School Principal, and welcome back to another edition of Principal McCardle's Weekly Update Podcast. We have an awesome show in store for you this week, so sit back, relax, and enjoy hearing from our Nights. Next up on the podcast this week, really excited to bring some uh, media talent to the podcast, and that is our Knights Media team. We have four of our Knights that are in our new course this year, and uh, we're going to hit a couple different uh, subjects uh, from their uh, day-to-day operations to their pro- uh, producing of their new show, Game Night. If you haven't watched Game Night yet, uh, it's time to get on and check out that action. These guys are all over it. So I'll have them introduce themselves, and then we'll jump into some questions. Hi, I'm Brady Fix. I'm a senior. I'm Tyler Strollo. I'm also a senior. I'm Teddy Triptauser. I'm a junior. And I'm Dylan Macy, and I'm also a junior. So, uh, Ty, we'll, we'll start with you. Talk to us about what this class has been about, um, you know, Nice Media, which is uh, taught by uh, Mr. Curran. Talk about just your experience of why you got in this class and, and what are some of the things that you guys have been doing this year. Well, I originally joined it because I was looking to go to Syracuse and do broadcasting. Uh, it's changed. I'm going to be going to UB for business management. But I've always had like an infatuation with you know sports and broadcasting. And actually, what was it, 2020, uh, when you helped me and Bailey Morse set up the uh, soccer streams. It was kind of at that point where we talked with Curran about getting a class like this set up. And it's really been about, you know, t- I-, I think it's been a lot about teamwork, to be honest. You know, finding your niche and you know, helping the other people around you find theirs and just working as a, as a, you know, a cooperative group to really put out good stuff for whether it's for, um, you know, a food drive or for the football game. And uh, Teddy, you know, as far as just some of the different day-to-day operations, you know, maybe pick something uh, that, that you have, that you yourself has, have participated in and kind of give us, you know, some, you know, some behind the scenes of, of production of what that is. Yeah. So, um, when we were making the, uh, what is it, the flip grids for the uh, different classes, it was kind of cool to have that, like, that teachers could feel that they could reach out to us to help them. And so, like, we can work around the school and stuff. So, like, me and Dylan and Trey went to, uh, we did Mrs. Bradley, and we uh, filmed an interview with her. And we had, like, a whole, like, we had, like, lighting, and, or not lighting, but tripods and stuff ready to go. And it was it's just, like what Ty said, it's a lot of teamwork. We all have like different sectors and different people bring their own professions. It's, it's really cool. Now, some people might not know, Teddy goes way back in production for me, um, you know, back in his junior high days, uh, you know, he was a part of some action with, with some videos. And I think it, it's just cool that like, you know, we have a lot of kids in, in this school and, and, and what the cell phone has done is allowed people to become their own producers and, you know, of content and whether that's for their own social media or helping others, whether it's photos, whether it's, you know, different uh, videos, I mean, you guys really have a, a, equipped yourself with some good stuff. Teddy, talk about kind of just your, your journey of like doing that. Like, you know, like the first time maybe, wow, I'm going to make a video or I'm going to, you know, get in front of the camera. Like talk about just how that yeah, even started. Absolutely. So in like sixth grade, I was really into like, videography and stuff and uh from there i picked up there's this app called q cut pro and i learned that and really from there i was able to like expand what am i trying to say just just your repertoire of like of of your skill set to produce yes yeah and then i think that's really cool because you can take those skills that you learn on your own and then apply them in like 
people when people need videos and stuff like around the school you can and especially for this class i've been i've been able to apply a lot of those skills to making videos and stuff and it's it's really beneficial it's really cool and i did this all on my phone yeah right and yeah. i and i think it's really cool too because like the um, just your your creativity is is like off the charts, and I and I recognize that from day one. So to just to see when you get onto something, like look out, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's 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 really cool. Uh, Dylan, talk about just your your intent of getting in this class, and and kind of like you've kind of like I mean, you want to talk about talent too. I mean, you you just kind of naturally get it here. I mean, like the stuff that you've created has been you know, mint, I would use the word. I mean, it might not be a fun name for anyone here, but it is to me. I think the word mint means it's like, you know, spot on. Talk about just kind of your, you know, enter into this arena as well. Yeah, well, so first off, like, with, with the beginnings of it was, uh, I want to say I came to Mr. Kern, I did, it was the first year he came here. Yeah. And he, we, I, I think, I want to say, I was trying to start, like, make a schedule for my next year with, with Mr. Dwyer, and he mentioned something about Mr. Kern and this class and, you know, the idea of it. And then I went to go talk to Mr. Kern about it, and we talked for a decent amount of time about what, it, you know, what the tale would be about. And I was really interesting. And I remember that I, the first day of school, I didn't have it. And I had it, I went to, went to Dwyer, and I switched it all up, first day of school, to make sure I had that class. Hmm. And ever since then, it's been a blast. You know, I, I love you know, creating new content, you know, new I try to make a new design almost every week for different different sports and then different events and I, I just love it. Well your 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 creations are awesome. I mean talk about just kinda like how do you visualize that? Like 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 where do you draw, you know, your 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 inspiration to, to do some of this work? Well most of the inspiration inspiration mm-hmm. comes from like professional sports teams. You know, mm-hmm. obviously I'll copy the design, but I'll take like one thing I like from it and put it into like my own, you know design so at this point like canva pro and you are like dating (laughs) (laughs) so uh i got uh, brady fix here and brady you know is not only in the class but he also you know is one of our leaders for our calvary and you know what's been cool this year is is the rebirth of you know the social media around the calvary and how you know way back when i started uh social media here at leroy you know, nine plus years ago, and I would put out like a message with no picture, you know, hey, red and black tonight, Knights, come on out, like back in 2013, and like people, and I would show up to the game, and like people were wearing red and black, and I was like, wow, this actually works, like people are reading a message, and then they're doing it like at a couple hours, so to see from like two sentences nine years ago with no image, to now if you go on our Calvary page and see the images that Brady has made on on the Calvary, I mean, like, I just can't be more proud, and, I, and I'm just blown away with, like, where that went because what a journey. I mean, talk about the power of social media, the power of, like, the student engagement that we have on the account and, and your creativity behind it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's awesome to see, like, just how much are the Calvary changes every year and how much we've grown since the beginning. I mean, it's great to see, like, this whole thing evolve and all these students who participate in it. I mean, people are on their phones every day, so it's just, it's a great way to get students to be on their phones and still be able to get a message and come out and come support our school and keep showing the school spirit, keep showing what it's like to be at night every night. And I think it's a great way, social media is a great way to kind of show what we do at our school, what makes us special and just like how awesome it is to be a, to be a night. 
So back in the fall, you know, like you would at, at two o'clock, um, you know, hey, we're going to have a beach night, you know, and, you know, within, you know, roughly five hours, less than five hours, you know, we have, you know, over 150 kids show up with swimsuits and in, inflatable things from a pool. You know, it's like, and that all generated from a, from a Canva. I mean, talk about just like the connection and, and, the, and the power that like you guys are, are using and seeing now. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. It's like email back in the 2000s all over again. I mean, it's just, you put something out there and like everybody's immediately on it. They're, they're loving it. They're like, let's do it. Let's have some, let's have some fun with it. And I just think that the power that we have at our fingertips with the internet nowadays is just, it's so awesome. We just have such a great connection here at Leroy that, um, I mean, it, it even allows us to become even more powerful just because we can talk to so many people on the internet, even if you're not in school that day. I mean, you can still come to the game that night if you're feeling better, you're, you're sick, you're feeling better. Like, it's just awesome to see people, everybody gather at the games after just one message, like you said, be posted on the Instagram. Yeah, I think it's a really cool creative design and, and, and culture there, too. With, I mean, like the castle in the background, the Red Sea. I mean, like you just got to get in and see these things because, you know, it, it's students are creating it. Students are showing up there. And it, it's just it's all about students. And that's what gets me more really excited about it. Ty, uh, you know, one of the new things you guys have jumped into is what's called game night. Um, and again, I mean, the word night ultimately to me goes down as the best mascot name as far as brand that you can ever find. I mean, like find me a better mascot name to brand and, you know, I, I guess I'll give you a hundred bucks, but talk about, you know, this new show game night. Um, how do I watch it? What am I going to see on it? Um, you know, talk about the content and then give me behind the scenes a little bit. All right. So, I mean, I guess I'll start with the, I mean, how the content. So, or the way to view it, actually. So you can view it on the Knights Media YouTube channel. So you're going to want to type in Knights, like, as in a Leroy Knight. And then you're going to want to put an apostrophe after the S. That's very important. And then Media. And the first video should pop up. It should be a bunch of people uh, from our track team. Um, what, we, what you're going to see on there is, like, a you know a typical thing, like, um, you know, stats and interviews with players. And me and Jake Williams, the other host, and sometimes Connor Wright, depending on if Jake's here, um, will you know fill us fill you guys in trying to act as personalities as for behind the scenes so do you want like a, a rundown yeah, of the week yeah so monday we start planning connor wright grabs all the stats off of the instagram things and all that i write down the agenda jake starts on the script tuesday i start editing the script with jake we start finalizing everything yeah brady is ready He's a, Brady's the editor. Brady really hauls a lot of weight for us, so big props to him. And then Wednesday, we go down to the conference room. We film everything. Brady starts editing that day. Thursday, more editing. Me and Jake start to come up with ideas. And then Friday, it's pushed out at 2 o'clock. So if you guys are listening to this, which I hope you are, make sure to go to our YouTube channel every Friday at 2 o'clock for new episodes. And I think a big thing is just a lot of, you know, trying to come up with new stuff. We're trying to get more segments. We're trying, you know, Brady's been doing stuff with the editing that I, I've never even thought could happen, but he's making it work. So it's, it's all a lot of, uh, it's a well-oiled machine, I'd say. I wish I could talk as good as Ty. I mean, like the guy doesn't say, um, or like, you know I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I mean, you're putting me to shame here on my own podcast. So it's, it's smooth, smooth operator Ty. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I just said, um, here we go. 
So I think, you know, the show is incredible. And it, the best thing about it is it's streamlined. So you're not going to have to sit there for like 20 minutes and get all your stuff. You can get everything, you know, in five minutes or less. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's swift, you know. So get there, watch it, check it out. And it's, and it's real, real awesome content. Teddy, give me a, 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 a reason or two of why a student should think about getting in this class and if and I really want to like take anyone that thinks that they're intimidated by you guys that are very good or the content because to me I think anyone can do this. Absolutely. Oh, all you need is your phone. I mean, you have the Mr. Curran. I, I'm not. I hope you guys have the uh, Max next year. But literally, it's it's an awesome class. And what can I try to? <laughs> now remember, this is a one take. This is a one take show. So I tell you, I like I like the pressure of this. So. Just give me your, you know, one or two plugs of a kid that's maybe in ninth or 10th grade that's like, geez, you know, why should I do this? You learn some really cool skills. I mean, you can apply these skills and later in your life, if you want to, if it's something you decide to do in your future with like, uh, it could be applied. It's like, it's an umbrella of things. It can be applied to marketing, advertising, all that sort of stuff. So it's definitely, there's a lot of opportunities to come out of it when you learn how to use like a Canva or iMovie and all those like essentials that it, it grounds you to a whole new um, dimension of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I, I always point to myself as a great example, right? I mean, I'm a principal. Like, what prin- I mean, as a principal, I didn't exactly. get any classes to like do media production or social yeah. media, right? That's another thing with the uh, just being able, like, it's so cool to see your work on the school's Instagram, just be able to contribute that much to the school and help out. It's really cool, just like because even with your, they put your name, and it's just like, it's really cool to see what you contributed to the school, and yeah. especially improving the social media to just show how much we stand out. Yeah, cool. I I can't I can't agree more, and I think that you know, Dylan, you know, for the skills that you will take out of this class. I mean, like 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 you know. Get, just give people a perspective. If you were going to get in a career right now, what would that be? And, and what could you take from what you've learned here? Well, one of the, the career I really want to try to pursue is just filmmaking and, you know, directing and making, you know, content and, you know, movies and that kind of thing. And this could help tremendously. I mean, we already make films here. Like <clears throat> the other day, um, or a couple weeks ago, Ty and Connor made that film about the our janitor who works so hard and does, and they kind of, I love how they highlighted that so much when everyone th- thinks about that. Yeah, yeah that's another And, yeah, no, this film, this, this, uh, this class will help tremendously when it comes to any type, any type of that, uh, field that comes to, like, film or creating, anything like that. That's another thing that I can agree with Spinner on. It's just, like, you're able to, like, there's so many things that go on in the school that no one recognizes every day. And when you have the power, you could shine light onto it. And it's, yes. it's really awesome to really make sure those things are noticed because it what makes Leroy Leroy. Yeah. Love that, Teddy. Appreciate <clears throat> that. Last question, uh, Brady, you know, just kind of, um, kind of reflect on, um, just the, 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 the power, um, of, of student voice and how a class like this, you know, allows you guys as collaborators to collaborate with each other, um, you know, create content with each other and then put that out there um, from the student perspective and how important that is. Yeah, I mean, the student's voice is one of the most important things about the school. I mean, you know, the, 
since the Revolutionary War, it was the voice of the people. It's it's the voice about the students at Leroy, and that's I think that's what makes Leroy like the greatest school is because we our students are the ones who are involved in doing stuff and are producing stuff like we do in our night's media class and are just able to produce this content, get it out to people and just at in a student's like identity. It's just it's just really awesome to see us uh our even every student just kinda be able to kinda produce something in this class and just be able to get their skills out there and just communicate with others and work like in a work environment and I just think it's I think this class is awesome. Awesome. Well I appreciate you guys taking time to be on the podcast during the class. Um and as you when you all make it uh you know rich and famous out there, please remember <laughs> You know your principal. You know, like I'll, I'll give you the address after the show, so you can send me a couple, you know, a couple checks down. <laughs> but uh, no, but seriously, you know, you guys are uh, in, inspiring to watch, and, and your contributions to the school is what makes it special. So I appreciate it very much. Next up on the podcast, uh, bringing back Mr. Weaver, uh, who was a guest with us earlier this year. He is a First-year teacher here at Leroy, a veteran teacher uh, coming from Avon, and he is our new K-12 STEAM teacher, um, and he will specifically uh, be launching our STEAM curriculum here next year, the 2022-2023 school year, and we are beyond excited uh, to talk about that during this podcast because it has been a um, you know about a six month plan that we 've been in gear since pivoting from uh, project lead the way uh, into this steam world and trying to make our our courses and our uh, course selection process as diverse as possible and I think we are well on our way to do that and um, I want to thank Mr. Weaver for being here today and let 's first talk about just the process. You know, since we've last had you here, let's just talk about your journey as far as kind of your day-to-day, some of the things you've done at the elementary school, things you've done here, how you've teamed up with teachers. Um, and, and also, um, after that, we'll jump back in. I want to talk about kind of where you went and, and kind of what you learned before we made this point. So let's okay. just talk about just kind of what you've done with our teachers K-12 here uh, since you've been here this year. I, th- I think a lot of it so far this year has just been the opportunity to be accessible, um, being accessible to offer support, whether it's pushing in for a lesson uh, at the elementary school, spending time with teachers, uh, revamping lessons that they've already been doing, trying to make it more student-centered rather than teacher-centered, I think is a really big push right now. We want the students to take ownership in their learning, direct their own learning, and have the teachers there as facilitators. And we've had some buy-in with that, actually going down to fourth grade next week to work on a cool project where students are talking about forces in motion, working on roller coasters. So I'm going to meet with the team on Monday and then on Wednesday go down and actually work with the students and help kind of facilitate some things like that. So really looking forward to that. Up here at the high school, uh, it's been great. Had some people reach out. Uh, Actually this week working with Mr. Leitenberger and some of his students on some digital media projects that they're working on. I had some students in my room yesterday and then had some students come down again this morning trying to find new ways to be creative, to present their ideas, and again, taking ownership in their own learning and showing really who they are and and what they've learned. And, you know, I think one of the the cool things about this situation, it's been, 
very untraditional. I mean, very rarely do you have a teacher that comes into school that isn't assigned a full caseload of classes and a, and a bunch of kids. And I think, you know, I really appreciate our school board and Mr. Holly's support of this concept of, hey, we need a teacher to come in here and be accessible for the first year, you know, learn what options are, create a program, get lessons ready, get equipment ready, do all those things to then, you know, have a, a full year of scheduling, a full uh, schedule season, I should say, of scheduling, which we just launched. And um, it, it's been a great, great run. Now, before we jump into the questions, let's talk about just kind of the the different learning journeys that you went on this past fall, early winter, and kind of, you know, learning about what other places are doing and 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 how that played into the decisions that we made. Yeah, I, I've had some really great opportunities. And again, I, I thank you and I thank Mr. Holly's school board for giving me this opportunity. But part of this is is seeing what are other schools doing? What opportunities, how, how can we either get to that level or surpass that level for opportunities we're providing for our kids? Um, I've been down to Letchworth. I've been, talked to teachers from different schools within our region, um, trying to see how can we open up STEAM to make it meaningful for kids. So we're looking at programs with agriculture, outdoors, things like that, that really kids want to buy into because it's in the region that they live to. But I've also talked to teachers nationally and had a chance to visit some schools that have complete outdoor classrooms and their curriculum is completely built outdoors or major STEAM, uh, STEAM schools and STEAM programs, things like that, that you know, we may be a small school in Western New York, but we can provide a lot of opportunities to these kids if we're willing to take some risks and branch out. And I think our biggest like motivation for this is trying to come up with courses that, you know, are going to really push those skills that kids need in, in the real world, in industry, you know, in the college level, you know, wherever they're going to go. Um, you know, these courses are going to somehow tie to that uh, and, and push them in, in, in at, at times, a non-traditional learning environment um, that's going to push them in, in positions to be, in the traditional skill sense, ready. Um, so let's talk about the, the three courses, um, and, and I'm excited, you know, for people to hear this. We have obviously have launched all this information uh, last week. It's on our, um, it's on our uh, Student Success Center page where you can see all of our videos and all of our course descriptions. But we want to really you know, focus on this because this is, in essence, our, really our newest options uh, that we have for kids. So let's jump into some of, the, some of the courses. Okay. So really what we're doing is we're going from Project Lead the Way, which is a very engineering-focused program. So if you want to go engineering, it's a great program, but we can offer those opportunities for students, but also offer different opportunities for students that might not fit that mold, that might want a different track, might want different careers. Uh, the first class we're going to be offering is called Coding and Robotics. It's a great program. It's going to offer a lot of uh, computer-based work. Students are going to be able to work on basically beginning block coding, which is anything that goes into computers, apps, cell phones, things like that. They're also going to be able to work on things like web design. They're going to work on digital animation. They're going to work on uh, creating their own games, things that kids are engaged in to get them to understand the concepts that go into this. And that leads into any career from, you know, working on computers and doing traditional coding to being a, a self-business owner and wanting to design your own web page to 
working in ag, we're going to be working with drones and coding drones and things right now that farmers are using that we think about traditional, like, let's go out and work in the field or work with cattle, things like that. The technology locally that can enhance the things that we're doing, that, that course is going to lead students into that. Um, the next class is called environmental conservation. And when I used to teach elementary school, we used to call this outdoor science. So it's any of your kids, students that like to be outdoors, that like to learn about the world around them um, and how they can make that a better place. We're going to start nationally, like globally, thinking about big picture sort of things, global warming and things like that. And then really narrow it down and focus um, to our region, to the Awaka Creek, to the woods around the school, things like that. We have a lot of opportunities right now that we don't tap into. Um, and when you talk about non-traditional classroom, this is going to be one of the ones that we're going to have to think kind of outside the box, get kids outdoors and exploring the region. This would lead into any sort of conserva conservation science. Um, this could even lead into some of the BOCES programs that go along with conservation, giving kids an opportunity to get their feet wet, try out some new things and see if it's a good fit for them. Um, and the last class we're going to offer is called Engineering and Design. And this kind of goes along with that project lead the way engineering sort of pathway that students have taken in the past. It's going to be your hands-on problem solving. What can I build with my hands to solve a problem? Um, the differentiation between this and Project Lead the Way. Project Lead the Way is very scripted and heavy in, the, in mathematics and in physics and things like that. While we're still going to focus on that, the focus is really going to be how can I be a problem solver? How can I get into a situation and come up with something that's going to solve that problem through the design process to building, to going back and revamping and really coming up with the best product I can come up with? So if you're a student, uh, if you're a parent listening to this, I mean, I, I can't encourage you enough to really consider one of these courses based on your grade, based on your schedule. Any of these really could fit, you know, in, into your, you know, into your schedule. So, um, and I think the other part of it too is even if you have no interest in any of these three areas, um, what a great opportunity to jump out of a comfort zone, be a part of a, you know, a, a highly qualified teacher and, 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 and immerse yourself into something new. And I think that we always are pushing our students to, to come out of the comfort zone, try new things. That's what high school in essence is all about because, you know, you got to get to know yourself. You got to get to see, you know, what are the skills that you're good at, what things you need to get better on. So trying something new like this to me is a safe risk, but a risk and, 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 and a good one for that. Um, what would be your final push, you know, as far as, you know, just the importance of the skills that kids are going to get in all of these courses and how they link to the industry demands out there now? I think the biggest thing is no matter what the context is, whatever, you know, science, tech, engineering, art, math, whatever it is, the underlying stuff is, is, is problem solving and perseverance. And that's any career that you want to have, you have to have those resources. You have to be able to fail. You have to be able to not give up when that happens and come up with new ideas. You have to be able to work with other people. I mean, that's huge right now. Um, and I think that even though the, the, the context in each of these different classes is very different, the foundations for them really are going to provide kids with a, a solid basic skill set that they'll, they'll be able to utilize in any career they have going forward. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, I really appreciate you taking time to come on the podcast and, and, and just your efforts and dedication in, you know, so far in this program. And um, just going to be really excited to see how this uh, launches and, and, and how well, um, you know, this program goes, because I think, you know, the sky's the limit. And, you know, I think the timing of this pivot is, is crucial for our school and is crucial for the industry and, the, and, and having a diverse opportunity for our students. So a lot of excitement here. Uh, we can't wait to see what happens next. So make sure to stay tuned. And I appreciate you taking time to be on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Next up on the podcast, I'm really excited to continue our winter spotlight uh, on our varsity sports teams by bringing our boys track and field uh, team here today. I have three great nights. We're going to jump into some great questions and get to know these guys and, and a little bit about our winter track and field team. Um, hi, my name is Brian Robley, and I compete in the 55 hurdles, 55, 300, 600, and 4x4. Uh, I'm Jake Williams, and I compete in the triple jump, high jump, 55 hurdles, and uh, 4x8. Uh, I'm Keegan Park. I throw weight and shot put. So, Brian, let's start with you. Um, you know, talk to us about just what it's like uh, being on the winter track team. Um, you know, talk about the dynamics of the team and how the season's been going so far. Well, most of, most of it's all up to our coach. He, um, he pushes us very well, and he makes it so that we're split up into even groups. You know, he makes sure that everyone gets w done what they need to get done. And I think most of that is because of our coaching. Um, a lot of our wins and stuff are, are because of how we're pushed and practices and stuff. Jake, talk about how hard it is to train in a sport where you're technically not practicing on the floor or surface that you actually compete on. So you guys practice in the gym, you practice in hallways, but then when you go compete, you're on a track. Talk about just kind of the creativity and how you guys kind of work, you know, around that. Well, um, it's, it is totally different. Like we're not allowed to wear spikes in the school. There's no, it's not, it's a lot less grippy. So when we're, when we're running in the hallways, there's a lot more slipping and it kind of, it's not as good of a material to run and jump on. And especially for me, I do high jump and, um, the, the 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 grip and the and the getting into the ground is really important for all, along the curve and I guess really what we do in, in here is we focus on technique and stuff like that stuff that we can focus on rather than trying to make up for what we can't focus on because of the lack of materials and uh, Keegan you know being being out in the uh, out in the field events I mean like there's just a there's a status that comes with that I mean and you and you not only have that but you also have the flow of the hair um, you know talk to me about just like this like the 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 field guys you know like the guys at the throwers I mean like what is it like being a part of that part of this competition uh, being part of the field, it's I feel like it's a lot different than the runners because for throwers at least, at, from every school we're all like a big family. We're all really friendly towards each other. It's it's real. It's a real nice atmosphere. It's definitely more competitive, but it's also a lot less relax or a lot more relaxing. So you feel like you can do better, but don't be so like concerned over how bad you do if you do bad. Yeah, I think I think it's really cool. I was talking with this uh, last week on the podcast uh, um, uh, with uh, with uh, Radley on. Uh, that aspect of, of the community that I call because you guys like when I'm out there watching you guys 
um, whether it's at a normal event or sectionals, like the camaraderie amongst each other in the throwing community, like is awesome. I mean, the guys are helping each other, good feedback. Um, so I, I got to ask you, grunt. I mean, like, like the th- yelling. Like, is that something that like you think actually increases, you know, feet inches for you? Personally, I've never done it. I just don't know how. Like, <laughs> I don't get how you grunt after throwing, but I feel like it could definitely help some people. Just get that extra oomph. Yeah, I, it, I mean, it's definitely intimidation. I mean, yeah, I, oh, I yeah. mean, when I'm up there, see guys, you know, throwing, you know, making those noises. I mean, I kind of get intimidated <laughs> yeah. myself. Um, talk about technique. I mean, how have you yourself kind of mastered the technique of the footwork, the body movements? I mean, like, there's a lot of lot, lot of work there. With only, like, one coach, really, to help us, and he's usually with the runners. We usually have to watch, like, videos and teach us our own footwork and then help each other out a lot. So in the throwers group, we're really close. We tell each other what we did wrong. So it's more just a lot of practice and a lot of trial and error. Even mm-hmm. in the meets, we're, like... If we're not in sectionals, our meets are practice for us, so we can actually throw and see how we're doing. Sure. Brian, you know, hurdles, um, you know, I mean, I, I think any, if there's ever a, a thing that I think would be the toughest for a person to come off the street and do, I think, you know, hurt, like sprinting and hurdling would be something that would be up there. Um, you know, talk about, you know, the approach of training, you know, you know talk about, you know, how uh, you approach that event. Um, well, at first, obviously, I, I couldn't run over a hurdle for the life of me. And it's probably, um, when you like look at all the events in general, it probably is the most technique. Because even, even if you're good at it, like I still have so much, so much more to learn. I'm still, every practice coach is like, oh, you're still doing this. Like, try and work on this next time. Try and do this. So, yeah, I'd say coming off the street, most people, like you watch the other kids, like just attempt it and they just bunny hop the whole yeah. thing they don't they don't have the form at all but um yeah i'd say it's it's probably up there for the most difficult and what about the challenge of it i mean is it like do you i mean you like pumped up every day you get in here like i want to get better like you know you're, you're you're on the blocks for a race you're, you're you're running down that event i mean like how cool is that and and, and how motivating is it to get better it's actually really exciting because it it was never something that i thought i'd do and i just happened to be um you know, better than I thought I was at it. And now I'm, I'm, you know, getting close to maybe having a chance at winning sectionals for it. I'm not sure yet, but, um, you know, seeing myself grow from like nothing so quickly, because mm-hmm. I've only been hurdling for less than a year now. Yeah. And so watching myself grow so quickly, you know, it does inspire motivation to, to keep going and keep getting better. Jake, and, you know, the high jump, I think, is another artistic, you know, form with this, too. And, and I would rank that up high as well. I mean, anyone can just run and jump. But to, like, run, jump, get over a bar, keep the bar, stay there, and that thing get higher and higher. I mean, you, like, when you get up there, I mean, it's, it's pretty impressive to watch. I mean, talk about footwork, talk about leg strength, and then, uh, then obviously, body position with that, too. Yeah, it's a... Uh... It's it's a huge like mesh of a whole bunch of different skills really like you gotta you gotta be able to jump high obviously but then you also have to have flexibility once you get over the bar and honestly like the hardest part about high jump for me is like the mental aspect of it because you only get three jumps and you fail out on the last jump every time it's the only event where you end on a failure every single yeah. time and um, so it's like once you get there you miss your first jump miss your second jump that third jump is really intimidating because you're like man I don't don't want to end right now and it's it's a lot of like building yourself up on the inside yeah this is i mean like you know my, my first year here uh a, a well-known name you know ruben owens oh, yeah. um 
you know, guy doing high jump. Um, and, you know, that was back in the day before we had a, the, you know, the redone track. And, you know, the guy's literally jumping off mud out there, yeah. um, you, know, you know, those years. And he goes on to go D1. I mean, kind of talk about just the, the quality of jumpers that we've had in the program over the years. I mean, you know, I think of like Ryan McQuillan. I think of just some, you know, just some major guys over the years. I mean, what is it like to continue like that, the legacy there? Oh, I mean, obviously it's a, it's an honor and it's just really, it just really shows the, the type of coaching and the, the staff that we've had here. Like these kids, like their raw talent obviously is all there, but it wouldn't be able to really be polished and worked on and sh- shown like it has been without uh, our coaching staff and Mr. Leitenberger and uh, Coach Humphrey and Outdoor. And um, honestly, even last year watching Ethan Beswick high jump was really impressive yeah. and it's, it's nice to learn from that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned Coach Humphrey, who himself probably could outjump anyone still, you know, <laughs> here in the school. I mean, that guy is genetic freak all yeah. day long. Um, you know, and I guess, like, you know, you guys have, you know, ha- are coming up, you have uh, one final meet left, and then you got divisionals, you got leagues, you got sectionals. I mean, Keegan, like, what are you, you know, what are the eyes on the prize here? Like, what, what what's the goal right now? For me, since it's my first year doing uh, indoor track, my first year doing weight throw, I'm just trying to score points at least. And uh, a few years ago, Marshall Schultz was the first senior I looked up to during outdoor track. And ever since, I've been trying to chase what he's been doing. He's been a big inspiration for me. Like yeah. seeing a guy that big, being that nimble and like agile, is pretty cool to see. Yeah, Marshall, uh, you know, big timer right there. He he really set 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 the mark, and uh, that's cool that that you gave him the shout out and looking up to him. I think that's it says a lot about what this program is. Um, you know, Brian, last year you guys won outdoor, you know, sectional championship. Um, how cool was that? Oh, that that was my because that, that was the first time we won as a team. Yeah. So it was like an overwhelming. You know, you already have that. Um, that feel that, like your team's a family, but like once you can celebrate with everybody, that's when it really feels like you're closer than ever. And I just remembered it was all smiles the whole way home. You know, we got the the fire trucks and everything. It was it was one of honestly one of the coolest nights of my life. You just feel so accomplished of yourself. It's it's an amazing moment. And Jake, you know, like being on that bus, um, you know, and coming home. That was late that night. Um, you know. Talk about just like the feeling when you're coming down Main Street. I mean, you, you guys have probably seen the video of that happening, yeah. but to actually like be in the video and being on that bus. I mean, like talk about that. Man, it's like, it's just such the it's such a crazy feeling because I think track more so than any other sport, it's like hard work all the time. And sometimes you don't see it, but when you do see it, like uh, personal records and stuff, it feels great. But then just to know all of your hard work from that entire season finally came together for this one moment yeah it was just a great feeling and then seeing everybody come to support us like all of our families were on main street and all of us were just having like singing laughing like just celebrating like crazy on the inside of the bus it again like brian said it was one of the greatest feelings i've ever felt it was awesome yeah, yeah. That, not nothing beats that i'm telling you and, no. and i you know i, I envy it because I, as as an athlete myself i never won a sectional title and you know and being here, you know, for, you know, for the last uh, uh, eight and a half years, uh, I've been able to film a lot of those. And every time I stand there and film in those, I'm like, man, I want to be on that bus. You know, <laughs> like yeah. I want to know how that feels because it feels good here, but I want to get on there. But 
Um, yeah, Jake, talk about just the, um, you know, you mentioned about coach and you know, just talk about the dynamics of the family that you guys have created, you know, and, and how that kind of sets this team and program apart. Yeah, well, I think a lot of other schools, they don't really have the same dynamic that we have. It's everybody's trying to focus on their own individual events and really just win their own event. But for us, it's like we all practice as a team. I think that especially because we only really have one coach, he has to have us yeah. practice as a team. But I'm always competing against Brian. I'm always competing against James. I'm always competing against all these guys in practice. And I think that that just drives us. And instead of tearing us apart because we're competing against each other, I think we just want everybody to be as good as they can be so we can all win together. Nobody really just – we <laughs> we all want to win individually, but we also all want that team to yeah. match even more. Yeah, I can't agree more. It's, it's always fun and inspiring to watch. All right, last question. You, know, you guys burn a lot of calories every day, so let's go right to food. Uh, all-time favorite lunch you know, menu item. Keegan, what do you got? Uh, as a bigger guy, I get uh, doubles every day. And I have to say, <laughs> the cheeseburgers here are pretty good. Now, listen, I, w- I wasn't going to assume that you do doubles. And obviously, I see you do doubles. I wasn't going to bring it up here. But yeah. the fact that you brought it up, I may give you a lot of credit. You just keep, you keep doubling. I mean, I think that, like, uh, you could do that. I, I mean, if I was doing that, I don't know if I could pull that off. But you definitely pull it off. How about you, Jake? Man, I mean, obviously, obviously, taco in a bag is a it's a good one. That's a good one. But like, I always regret it when I go to track later. I feel it burning. But um, man, I think man, hot turkey and gravy might be my favorite. Okay. Honestly, yeah. Well, for me, as previously mentioned, I personally love taco in a bag, and he's right because I remember one day. Uh, I ate double taco in a bag with, like, the salsa and everything and a speed workout after. <laughs> and I got heartburn like crazy, but it's worth it. I okay. Say. All right. Well, it's, it, it's short-term, right? I mean, like, yeah. the food was good. The, the heart, heartburn is short-term. Well, that's cool. Well, guys, listen, I appreciate you taking time being on the podcast. Excited to see how this season's going to end up and uh, wish you nothing but the best. So thanks for taking time to be on the podcast. We'll finish up the podcast this week with my social media pick of the week. This week I'm going to pick uh, a personal one, and that is the post uh, that I made announcing that I will be uh, leaving Awakanite country here shortly and going to Kalmum to be their new middle high school assistant principal. I'm going to dedicate a, my final episode to kind of you know, talk about my memories here and talk about um, my time and my journey as an Awaka Knight. I'm not going to get into that now, but uh, it has been a very full week of emotions. Um, it is bittersweet for me to um, go into an all-in situation in Caledonia with my family, um, but it is very hard for me to leave behind um, this incredible atmosphere, school, community. Um, it has been just a pleasure and a labor of love to be in this situation. So stay tuned for that. I will uh, look forward to um, dedicating a final episode uh, to uh, my time here. Uh, But uh, again, I want to thank everyone for all of the well wishes and the response uh, since the announcement. Um, Your support and and, and your heart uh, really mean a lot to me. I want to thank all my guests for joining us this week. And as always, from Awakenite Country, go Knights.